Hello everybody and welcome back to Behold the Roll. Jesse here. I just wanted to pop in at the beginning of this and say thank you so much for checking out Chapter 1, Dead and Alive. For all of you that tuned in for Part 1, thank you so much and welcome to Part 2. We really appreciate your support and I just wanted to start this off by saying that I really think you're going to enjoy this Part 2. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I think you're going to really love it. And we finally get to figure out what happened to our unfortunate heroes after their untimely demise. We said this in the beginning of part one, but the plan as of right now is to post an episode or chapter bi-weekly and post Beyond the Roll on our off weeks to keep the ball rolling. Uh, so make sure you tune in to Beyond the Roll. You'll get to hear us talk about everything that we loved about chapter one and frankly everything we didn't love about chapter one. But it's going to be really fun. We're going to break everything down. I think you guys will really enjoy it. And then chapter two will be up very soon. Check out our social medias for any changes in our most up-to-date schedule all the time. And once more, just thank you so much for being here. We couldn't do any of this without you. So enjoy part two of chapter one, Dead and Alive. So, this is the this is the start of the campaign. Oh yes, here we go. <clears throat> As the three of you close your eyes for presumably the final time, for many different reasons, only one thing is truly the same, and that is what you see when you open them: darkness. The three of you open your eyes, and they're immediately overwhelmed by a hot, stinging pain. It's dark, but as your vision comes back to you, you're vaguely able to see where you are. You sit on jagged black stone, hot white ash blowing all around you and covering everything like a thick, humid snowstorm. As the debris hits your sweaty skin, it burns doing the same to your lungs as you try to breathe in, being forced to inhale clouds of the burning embers. Columns of black stone similar to that you sit on jet up from the ground all around you, and black steel bars are driven into the sides of them, creating a makeshift cage around you. As you attempt to look through the darkness and walls of ash, little can be seen of the desolate landscape. You're able to make out similar black pillars to yours that protrude high into the air, and they seem to litter the horizon spanning as far as the eye can see. In the distance, you see what looks like possible structures, crudely built buildings obstructed by smoke and debris. When you look straight up, you see a pitch black void of impossible darkness that if you stare at too long overwhelms you with a dizzy, nauseating sensation. The hot, Dense air whips past your ears in gusts, making it hard to hear, but in the distance is a melody of rattling chains, various metal scraping against stones, and you could swear the occasional scuttling of feet or the softest of voices whispering in the inky darkness, sometimes far too close for comfort, 
just out of your sight. As your eyes begin to adjust, the three of you look around inside your makeshift prison to see only each other and one other figure on the ground. Their arms and legs are bound tightly, and a brown burlap sack is tied around their head as they lie lifeless on the ground, being slowly buried by the falling white ash. So, what would you like to do? Are we all together? You are. Okay. I would like to try and move my hands and feet, see if they're bound. Uh, you go to. You can like vaguely see in there, um, and you see that you do have like shackles on your hands and shackles on your feet, but they are not so tight that you can't move around. So it's like the um, the same as the figure that lies on the ground, but like your hands are shackled like out in front of you. And your feet are like shackled with chains, but it's almost like you see in those movies where like you could still like get up and walk around, you know? Right. Hmm. When I uh, open my eyes and, you know, take all this in, because obviously this all we, we I'm assuming we all notice this, you know, within like a second or two. Um, I definitely like open my eyes and do that thing that you your hands are up like when you're trying to catch yourself to like falling from the ground. And then I mm-hmm. realize that I'm like not falling from the tree anymore um, and kind of catch my surroundings and look at everybody around me. And um, I'll be the first one to speak. Uh, who are you guys? Where where are we? That's what I would like to know. This isn't a very did pleasant you, did place. You, did, did you kill that man? No. Are, are you going to kill me? Uh. I don't have any interest in that, nor am I in a position to do so. But <laughs> otherwise, yes, I would. <laughs> I just start pulling on my bonds really hard, see if I can get out of them. Uh, yeah, give me a strength check. Oh, goody. How's a 10? A 10, you pull really hard, um, and it hurts quite a bit. Oh, man. This is rough. Uh, I-, I guess I'll go up... Uh, up to the body and um, do that thing. You know, you put your fingers to their neck and see if they're still breathing mm-hmm. or if they still so have a pu- pulse, not breathing. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you put your fingers to their neck um, and they are still breathing. You do okay. feel a, a pulse. I tap him on the shoulder. Is this a, is, is this a man or a woman or. Uh, you can tell by the uh, uh, appearance of their body as they lay out. Um, there, well, I guess give me a perception check. We'll see how much of them has been covered in ash. <laughs> They're just like a snowman. <laughs> uh, that's going to be, ooh, that's how about a three? A three? Yeah. Perfect. You actually can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Um, the only thing that you can see that hasn't been completely covered by ash is like the figure's like brown burlap sack where their head would be their hands that are bound and their feet. And the only thing that you can get out of that is that their hands are immaculately taken care of and their feet, they wear like very fancy boots. And as you are doing this, uh, everybody give me a perception check. Second time's the charm. 16. Uh, it's going to be a natural one for me. <laughs> Beautiful. 
Nine. <laughs> Hot nice, rolls. guys. Way to go, guys. We're killing it so far. Yeah. So, with a natural one, you are still trying to look for any sign of the boobies and or the worm. <laughs> um, but it's all covered in ash and you're you're not going to get your hands dirty. So you're just looking at the ash pile. What did you get, Wolf? Nine. Nine. So even with a nine, um, you can start hearing the sound of footsteps approaching. And Lorcan with, you got an 18 or a 16? 16. 16. So with a 16, you also hear these footsteps. Um, and you can also hear that there is multiple footsteps coming. I attempt to break my bonds. Yeah. Give me a strength check. Are you doing hands or feet? Uh, uh, hands first. Okay. Uh, that would be a, uh, 19. 19. Yeah. So you struggle against your bonds and as you're like pulling and pulling and pulling, you actually start to hear like a snapping. You can see that a couple of the chains are actually starting to give way. And you think that if you tried like this for a few more moments that you could actually probably break your bonds and you hear that the footsteps are getting closer and it sounds like they are kind of hesitant. It sounds like they're approaching very quietly and cautiously. Listen, guys, there's multiple guys coming. I think we should act inconspicuous. Guys, guys, is this a guy or a girl? I can't tell. Let me check. I try to cast ma- cast Mage Hand. Okay. To... Uh, give me a perception check with advantage. Uh, I'm not going to roll it again because I got a natural 20. You got a natural 20? Yep. Uh, okay, so you cast Mage Hand and you like push away the ash off the body. Does it and skim over you... the boobies? Uh, well, unfortunately, as you push the ash off the body the front of the pants move down a little bit and you get full dingling. Nice. You get full sight of dingling. So with mage hand, do I physically feel it? Um, <clears throat> or is it just usually. a magical thing? <laughs> well, not usually, but with a nat 20, you can't tell if you can actually feel it or if you're still just really excited to have magic and you're like looking too deep into it. Sh- should we roll for dick size? <laughs> for, for you guys or for the the figure for, for the, the fi- figure uh, for sure for the figure. we already did our size yeah that's true um yeah go ahead and give me a uh d6 roll who wants to roll it two two <laughs> yep <laughs> okay so yeah it, it, it's not very impressive i think we should just leave this guy uh, s- sir, your your dingling is showing. Also, there there's there's somebody coming, and I'm poking him <laughs> on the shoulder. And so, as you guys are talking, Lorkin, you had the better perception check. You hear that these boots are about to round the corner. Mm. Um, so, if you all want to take a quick action, you can. Otherwise, this is going to be uh, resolved here pretty I- soon. <laughs> I will go back to my spot and um, close my eyes and pretend to still be passed out. I do the same, actually. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to continue trying to break the chains. Ooh, perfect. Give me a strength check. Fuck. <laughs> uh, a seven. Seven. Oh. Um, you you already have them like weakened, so you don't break them, but you do see the like cracks and stuff getting bigger and bigger. However, as you as you are trying to break out of this, you suddenly see from the opposite direction of where the footsteps were coming, you see something that neither of you did hear. Suddenly in front of your little makeshift cage, a pit fiend appears. And this pit fiend is mostly red, but it's got like black highlights in its skin. Uh, It's got like a large, like black goatee. And it looks like into the cell and sees you trying to break out and it goes, you there, stop where you are. And as it's talking, it is immediately uh, decapitated by a flash of yellow and purple. Um, and you see, rounding the corner, the footsteps that you heard are coming from four individuals. And give me a history check with disadvantage, Wolf. All right. Uh, okay. And okay. Um 15. 15? Beautiful. As they come into full scene, you see that all four of these people are wearing gold-plated like suits and are all brandishing what look like very magical weapons. And you know these as the champions of Omersia. You know these as basically the um, elite person of each of the four towns are crowned into this group that's known as the champions. And when there's like major shit that's going down, they're Mm -hmm. basically the ones that are dispatched to take care of it. So you don't know anything about them like personally, but you see um, all four of them around the corner and you see that there is, I got to find their pictures again so I can explain them to you. I'm still playing possum and playing dead, by the way. Yeah, that's why I didn't let any of you roll a history check. Okay. <laughs> you see a um, thin half-elf looking fella, and he's got half of his head shaved, and the other half is flipped over to one side of his head, and it's like dark brown, and then once it gets down further, it gets lighter and lighter into like a really nice blonde. Um, and he's also got two different colored eyes. He's got one green eye and one blue eye. And he's wearing like the golden white armor and carries a golden white staff with like a radiating green gem at the top of it. Behind him, you see a small, like heavy set dwarf that is in gold and silver armor as well. Theirs is a little bit better fitted to them and you see that they're carrying a dagger and like a gold sigil in their hand Um, and they have these like bright yellow and red colorings to their eyes they have like this like beautiful like makeup coloring and they have these like red lips underneath of a big burly blonde beard in front of the dwarf is a giant goliath with a huge black beard and black tattoos all over its pale body. Um, You can see that because unlike the others, the Goliath is wearing the armor, but only as the pants. So he has the uh, plated silver and gold armored pants. 
but he is shirtless um, and he carries a massive uh, double-sided axe that has a red gem in it that radiates magical energy. And on his wrists are two silver lockets, one on each wrist. And it looks like there's like remnants of chain that are like still hanging off of them. Um, And they have little green orbs that look like they lock them in place. So it looks like at one point in time, he was like chained up and that the um, manacles are still on each wrist, but they're not like connected to anything. And then standing in front of them all is this like stunning human woman. Um, She has like dark skin and purple eyes. And she has this like, black long black flowing hair with like purple highlights in it and she is holding the sword that you saw cleave this pit fiend's head off and it crackles with like a purple energy and you see that she holds this white hilted sword with gold accents on it and there is a small yellow gem in the hilt of the sword and she like pushes it down into the like ash and she takes like a deep breath. And then she looks over and sees the cage and sees you standing there, Wolf. And she is just like exhausted at this point. And she just goes, ah, shit. He got some more of them. And she uh, looks up at the Goliath who just kind of shakes his head and grabs onto like the black steel that is encasing you guys like the bars pretty much and he is going to do a strength check so um silas and lorkin you both hear these voices uh talking outside and you've heard just like the sickening of flesh and then like a body hit the ground Uh, And this Goliath is going to make their strength check. And he rolled a uh, 23. Um, So you see that he breaks one of these bars off and just tosses it. And as he does, you actually hear the gnome or sorry, the dwarf in the background. You hear the dwarf pipe up and she points and goes, Oh yeah, they're all in here and they got him too. And she points at the figure that is laying on the ground. I just assume that they're talking about me because my eyes are closed. So they must know who I am. (laughs) Silas is like, oh shit, they found me. (laughs) They found me even in hell. They found me. (laughs) So um, the Goliath continues pulling off these like, black bars until like they're finally freed and um the woman just kind of like shakes her head and looks up at you wolf and she's like look are you okay man uh quite honestly no i don't think so don't really know where i am don't know what happened don't know who these people are i'd say no (laughs) she she looks like she's about to like snap at you for taking so long to answer And then kind of um, looks around and nods knowingly. And she's like, yeah, I can see how this is kind of jolting and kind of surprising. But uh, we ain't got much time to explain here. So and she um, reels like her sword back 
And she's like, put put your hands up. I'll go ahead and do so. So you put your hands up and she like cleaves through the rest of your chains with her sword. And she like does the same with the ones on your feet or whatever. So they're still like dragging behind you pretty much. Um, and she turns to the Goliath and to the uh, dwarf, especially. And she's like, look, we got three unconscious. We got one standing. We got to take care of him, but get them all un- unclasped here. We can't leave them. We can't leave more souls left behind here. Um, and then she like points at you again, Wolf. And she's like, you help me with this one. Cause I got to get him out of here and I got to get him out of here quick. And she points at the figure on the ground. So the Goliath goes over to Silas and the dwarf goes over to um, Lorcan and the Goliath just like snaps the chains from Silas. And are you going to still try to be play passed out? Either of you? No, I scream like a girl. <laughs> okay. I'm still, I'm still passed out. You, you scream like a girl and the Goliath like reels back as if he's about to like clock you. And please the, don't like, hurt me, sir. Sir, The thin half elf like catches his arm and goes, whoa, big guy. He ain't know what's going on. He just woke up. And he like holds his arm back and the Goliath just like grunts. And like looks down at you and the uh, woman looks over and she's like, oh, thank God. At least another one of them are up. And um, the dwarf is going to use their lock picks to start working on your manacles. Um, Lorcan, I, give me a I deception check. I my eyes really, really tight like this. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Give me a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, shoot. You knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Deception. How's a five? Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she gets your manacles and stuff off and then, like, grabs your feet and, like, kind of rolls you on your side and, like, unlocks them and she's playing the game you know like she yeah she pretends to push your dead weight over i and, scrunch um, them tighter yeah then she gets like real close to your ear and just leans in and then uh pats your butt slightly and goes <laughs> there'll be time for that but we gotta get out of here right now you gotta get out of these chains and uh oh. she gives you a little pinch <laughs> oh, and I, uh, I, I like scurry up real quick, puff my chest out a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> the woman, the purple-haired woman, sees this and she looks at the dwarf and just like shakes her head and sighs and goes, "Tobera, knock it off. There'll be plenty of time to figure out what these gentlemen's deals are when we get out of here. For now, we gotta get him and we gotta get going." And with your help, uh, Wolf, she has you like hold the chains and she cuts off the uh, shackles of this person. And the Goliath goes over and lifts the uh, figure off the ground and just like effortlessly throws him over the left shoulder with like a grunt. And um, the woman with the purple hair takes another deep breath, is clearly 
just over the day. And she's like, all right, look, I know you guys got a lot of questions. There'll be plenty of time for answers. But for now, we got some dangerous shit going on in here. So we're going to need the three of you to skedaddle that way. And she points in like a very vague direction. (laughs) Um, You're going to see this blue portal. And the three of you are going to get into that portal and go. And as she's talking, she uh, looks down at you and she looks specifically at you, Wolf. And um, she sees something and you can tell the look in her face turns to like fear almost. And she goes, ah, shit. And she turns to the rest of you and goes, let me see your hands. I, uh, I put my hands out. Yep, yeah, I'll do the same. You all hold your hands yeah. out, and it is at this moment that you can see, like, it's very small and almost unnoticeable, but, like, near the knuckle of your pinkies, there is this small, almost, like, almost translucent, but you can still see it, if that makes sense. It mm. almost looks like it, like, sparkles in certain areas, but it's, like, this small star... And it's got like a X through the middle of it and then a circle around the whole thing. And it looks almost as if it's like some sort of tattoo. And she looks to the Goliath and she goes, bro, they're marked. They got to get out of here quick. And then she immediately comes up with this revelation uh, in a bad way and whips her head around and grabs the unconscious hand and lifts that up. And just in a huff, she throws it down and goes, ah, fuck, they got him too. And she like pulls the body down off of Rose's shoulders and kind of like pushes the like lifeless body towards Wolf. Cause you were the one that was up and like helping her in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she goes, look, The three of you need to get this guy through that portal and you need to get back home because you don't belong here. None of us belong here. Nobody belongs here. So the three of you get him through there. We're going to finish up in here and then we'll have a nice little chat session after that. I don't know where home is, but I'll take him. Can you at least tell us who he is? Is he dangerous? And she looks at him and then she like looks at you um, and she just kind of like she made a history check, but she did not do very well. And so she just looks at you kind of like up and down and uh, she's like, "What? no, he's not dangerous. You guys are fine. You just need to get him back. And uh, as she's talking um, in the far distance, you can hear almost like almost an explosion but not like an explosion Mm -hmm. and you see like in the distance behind the black fog and the white ash that falls you see these like fires going up and you can almost see like a massive black shadow that looks like it moves from like left to right and uh she looks at the rest of the champions and she's like we gotta go now and uh, they take off before they the- go. Mm-hmm. 
I want to scurry up to the dwarf woman. Mm-hmm. I kind of walk over with my puff chest out a little bit, and I push my half moon glasses up closer to my face, and I uh, I want to grab her hand and kiss her, kiss the top of her hand, <laughs> and I want to say thanks for the rescue, and I want to wink and then start walking towards the portal. <laughs> so um, you're you're kind of doing this as um, she's talking to Wolf and Silas, so timeline wise it's not super weird and as um that like shadow moves or whatever she looks at that and then looks back at you and takes your hand and lifts it up with a kiss and then goes i'll be seeing you around and my cheeks gives go your, red you have a uh, beard right yeah she like gives your beard like a tuft so that it like flies up and like mm-hmm your head like goes up or whatever and you shake it off. And when you look back, she's completely gone. Like no trace that she was ever standing there before. She's the first one of them out. I look at the other two. I'm going to marry that girl. <laughs> you would do whatever makes you happy. Marry that girl. <laughs> so yeah, they take off booking it towards that giant shadow in the opposite direction that they told you guys the portal was. All right, I start walking towards the portal. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'm not really big enough to carry this man. Um, and I look over at, um, Wolf and I said, uh, I think you're probably the only capable, sir. Would you mind getting him like that nice lady asked? Not at all. And then I'll pick him up. And then after, as soon as I ask the question, I turn right around and start following, uh, Lorcan. Perfect. So you start following Lorcan, um, and Lorcan is heading around these like tight corners and you like once again get a little bit more of the geography in here and you see these like dark pillars that are just shooting up from the ground and they're just jagged and you see these like other cages that look like they've been like broken into and then there's some of them that look like they've just been started like they're like the pillars with like one bar pushed into it as if like it's not completely built and you look around and you see like all this smoke and debris and these half built like structures and everything like that. And finally at a far wall, you see a small bluish purple portal that glimmers in the distance in Lorcan. You are the first one to see it. I kind of have a little bit of a pep in my step because of my interaction. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, Now's as good as time as any. And I start walking towards the portal some more. And I kind of want to just walk through. You start walking towards the portal and um, suddenly you hear a like gravelly, but like nasally voice go, oh no, we're not losing more of them. And you turn and you see this tiny, like jacked black goblin that has this like chain in its hands. Uh, like a chain in each hand and around him are even tinier, less jacked black goblins. And (laughs) they start to charge you guys. And there are eight of these tiny black goblins and the one with the chain in his hand. Yes. And I'm going to need everybody to roll initiative. All right. All right. Can I tell you uh, now? Working. No, I uh, want to go first. 18. 
18. Silas. It's going to be a lucky number 13. Wolf. 15. You guys rolled well. All right. So first in the initiative is Mr. Pep in his step himself, Lurkin. All right. So how close are the goblins together? Together? Yeah. Like, are they standing all close or? Yeah, they're, they're the eight are standing directly behind the goblin with the chain. Okay. And how far away are we? Um, I would say probably only like, you're probably 15 feet away from them and like 30 feet away from the portal because they were coming in from the right trying to block you guys. Okay. So I want to kind of like take a step like back so that I'm not the one right out in front. I want to like mm-hmm. be a few feet behind Wolf. Sounds good. And then, and then I want to, I reach into my, my robe and I grab my wand and I just want to point it at the big goblin and scream Firebolt! And cast Firebolt. Okay. 16. 16 hits. Excellent. 6 damage. Oh jeez. Was that at the big guy you said? Yeah. Alright, 6 damage. He is... He's not happy about that, that's for sure. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's all I can really do. <laughs> we go to Wolf. Alright, so I'm now in front of these two. And mm-hmm. I well, am I am I behind uh Silas or is he still in front of me? Uh it doesn't matter. I assumed you guys were like side by side. Yeah, okay. So I'll be in I'll I'll, I'll be in front. Uh, but I'm still okay. carrying this man. <laughs> you sure are. So I'm gonna set. Well, if I if I just kind of toss him to the ground, is he gonna take any damage? Uh, you would imagine not. Just throw him off the cliff, man. <laughs> we don't need him. We don't even know him. So the dwarf uh, wants us to keep him safe. I'll bend the about halfway down and jog him. And then I will. You did also hear her name. I sure did forget her name. <laughs> <laughs> I said you heard her name. Her name is Torbera. Torbera. Mm-hmm. Huge crush <laughs> on Torbera. <laughs> so I'll set I'll set him down and I'll draw my shield and my sword. And I'll move up. Okay. You can get to them in that time. Okay. I guess setting him down would be my action, but no, I'll just count it as an object interaction. I was gonna half your speed, but even then, you'd still be able to get to them. So. Okay. I will, uh, I'll set him down as an object interaction, move up, and I'll take a swing at him. Okay. Make your attack. Natural one. Beautiful. Just what I like. Natural yeah. one? Yep. Did you say natural one? Sure did. Okay, so as you uh, get up there to swing, you miss so bad that you turn to look and you actually did drop the guy with the sack directly on a rock. Um, and you just noticed that you were... <laughs> kind of a jerk but you do miss <laughs> okay <laughs> perfect and that's your turn uh yes silas uh i'm assuming you can cut this part like you can edit stuff um i can't actually i'm very lazy <laughs> can i mean character wise like i mean i i made it clear that like i was afraid to cast a spell 
but like I am a spellcaster, so like I don't know how to really go about that. I think there's a difference between not wanting to cast burning hands on a guard who is trying mm-hmm. to apprehend um, mm-hmm. somebody they've been looking for okay. versus cast somebody that's clearly on, trying to kill me. Yeah, on dark goblins that are trying okay. to stop you from going through a portal. Okay. Basically, he's saying stop being <laughs> So I... Okay. So I would like to kind of position myself um, closer towards uh, Wolf and um, Silas thinks to himself about uh, casting Burning Hands and hesitates again for a second, but um, thinks back to um, the shopkeeper dying and thinks about when he did it to Nico, or when he thought about doing it to Nico, Um, but he actually pulls the trigger this time and does it because he's in danger. Um, So I would like to cast Burning Hands at these goblins. Um, I would assume, are they all in a kind of like a group near each other as of right now they are sweet so i can make this into a 15 foot cone so i can kind of like step wherever i need to to not get um wolf into it um can i how many could i get um with a 15 foot cone i will say if you if you hit wolf Mm -hmm. you could get the chain goblin Mm -hmm. plus a plus a d8 if you Mm -hmm. hit wolf um, if you don't hit Wolf, you won't be able to get the Chain Goblin because he's right up fighting him right now. Okay. Um, but I will still let you roll a D8 to see how many people you can hit. But it would be all little goblins. Um. Okay, I will just hit the goblins. I do not want to. Okay. I do not want to piss anybody off because I do not know Wolf and I don't want him to kill me. So. Plus, um, I would imagine you'd be very hesitant about casting yeah. a fire spell at a, another person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, roll a so, D8. Let's see how many little goblins. Okay, come on, baby. Seven. Seven, seven. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so all seven need to make dexterity saving throws. Strangely, that is not their strong suit. Weird. Well, they got a 12? Uh, 12 does not pass. Okay. I'm just rolling them all as one because they're okay. little shit goblins. So they all take 3d6 damage. Uh, they take uh, 11 wow. points of damage. 11? Yep. Okay, so um, they're... 6, 3, and a 2. You cast this spell presumably for probably the first time in a long yep. time. Because I would imagine you like maybe practice your spells, but you don't really have to use it for anything maybe like practical reasons of like starting the fire and stuff yes yep um i you know i have my practical spells about like starting fires you know we have our illusion spells mending spells but this is this will be the first time i've ever cast a spell at another creature or humanoid or anything like Mm -hmm. that well something that you're very familiar with happens because you cast a spell and all seven of these humanoids melt in front of you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Silas uh, kind of uh, cries a little bit, but to himself, <laughs> or tries to keep it to himself. <laughs> uh, your eyes actually burn because Ash goes into them and you're crying and trying to wipe <sighs> them. <sighs> <sighs> um, oh, that's great. Sweet. So is that your turn? Uh, that. Did you say that they're blocking us? or? Yes. Okay. 
Um, Not as much yes. anymore. But. <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick kind of... Uh, yeah, I mean, I already moved. Um, yeah, I'm good. Okay. That's my turn. Beautiful. Uh, that brings us to the goblins slash goblin, because it's just the one little black goblin that's left. <laughs> and uh, he's going to look up at the chain goblin, terrified. And the chain <laughs> goblin goes, Ah, oh, suck it up. We've seen worse. Go get him. And he is going to book it um, at you, because you just cast that spell. Oh, no. But I am going to allow Wolf an attack of opportunity because he was right next to the uh, the other feller. I don't know if you're supposed to do attack of opportunity if you're engaged with somebody, but I think it's funny. So, okay, them's the bricks. Let's do it. Wolf. I got a wolf, wolf. God, I forget what I can add to attack here. Uh, Your attack sh- modifier. Yep. Oh, I got a fifteen. Are you that. using the website? Yeah, oh. I got. Uh, 15. You got a fifteen. Yep. You ha- Do you right. dammies. Dammies. <laughs> Roll them dammies. Roll them dammies dice. Uh, ten damage. Ten damage. Mm-hmm. You um, brutalize this man. <laughs> or rather, this goblin. You like fully cut off one of his shoulders. And uh, he has got one foot in the grave. You can tell that he is not long for this world. <laughs> Nice. Uh, but he's still going to charge and attack uh, Silas <laughs> with his one arm that he holds his tiny rusty sword in. <laughs> he rolled a uh, two. So mm. does a four hit our boy Silas? It actually does. Oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It does not hit Silas. All right. So that means it is Chain Boy next. And Chain Boy is going to attempt to grapple you Mr. Wolf and mm-hmm. his rippling biceps are going Ooh. to attempt this Ooh. Ooh. he got a 21 so do I need to make an opposing strength check yes okay Whoops. yeah I didn't get that <laughs> <laughs> alright so he grapples you <laughs> and uh, he is going to take a free action now to attempt to trip you with his chains Okay. And does a 19 hit your armor class? Uh, if I'm grappled, does my AC take a hit? No, your AC is the same. Okay, second question. Oh, but he does uh, get advantage. Thank you. Okay. Dirty 20, does that hit? <laughs> uh, it meets it, so yeah. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> thank you for reminding <laughs> me of that, Joe, though. Wow, way to go. <laughs> yes, you guys do have nice, buddy. tonight. <laughs> so he takes one of his uh, black obsidian chains and like wraps around your ankle and just trips you after grappling you and you guys see this like uh, goblin that is significantly smaller than wolf <laughs> just like drop him down <laughs> and you are now um, prone and restrained yep uh, that brings us back to Lorkin alright so how far away is this goblin now which one or these goblins, I should say. How, each of them. Like, what's One the ran up to Silas, so they're close to you because Silas moved a little bit, but not a ton. So the little shit goblin is close to you, and the chain goblin is still just as far away as he was last turn. All right, so I, uh, I still have my wand in my hand. I point it straight up in the air. I push my half-moon half glasses in 
a little closer, and I scream out, You will see the power of the Bright Strikes firsthand, and I cast Magic Missile. Uh, I want to... Yeah. You, can, you can split up the missiles to two different guys, right? Yep. Correct. Three, technically, I think. Yep, I think so I want to do two miss. Yeah, I have three. I want to do two missiles at the big one and one at the small one. Go for it. All right, so the one at the small one does four damage. He's dead. Fin- uh, tell us how you kill this little shit goblin with a <laughs> one-armed missile. goblin. Yep. So uh, as I pointed up, a big, uh, big purple missile comes up and starts soaring towards this goblin. You're probably pretty high because magic missile is like the one spell an aspiring wizard tries to cast, and this is the first time you're able to actually cast it. Yep, I have the biggest shit-eating grin <laughs> yeah, on my and face you just right met now. Your, uh, little dwarf friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still have that pep in my step, so I'm, I'm doing Morgan died and I he's having the best day of do. his life. <laughs> yep, this is amazing. So anyway, this purple missile soars towards this little goblin, and you just see his sword arm explode off of his body, and he bleeds out. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, Do you damage for and the other chain boy? Yeah, the other two collectively does six damage. Six, so he takes six more damage, and he's not happy about it. That brings us to Wolf. All right. So am I still rich? like you said? I'm restrained and I'm prone. Yeah. So technically, I think the way prone works. Well, I think restrained, it's what, like a strength check, Jim? So he's not technically restrained. He's grappled, I think, right, you said? Because restrained is a whole different thing. Um, yeah, so he's, like, on the ground with, like, the chain around his leg. So what I'm going to do is... I got I restrained right you... here. Hold on. Uh, restrained. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. And then there's also grappled. A grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit um, from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if the effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the blah, blah, blah. So... Okay, um, we'll just say this. Um, give me a another opposed strength check. Um, okay. And the way that we're going to do this is if you pass, um, you can get up and it just costs you your movement. Um, if you fail, you're going to take an attack of opportunity while getting up. I got a nat 20. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. You got a dirty 20, but... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you are able to, it's it's hard because these chains are wrapped tight around your leg, but you are able to kick them off so you can get up if you want. Yeah, I'll get up. Okay. And that's just your movement, so you have an action and a bonus action. Okay. I will, uh, I'll take a swing at him. Hell yeah. Swing it up. Uh, that is a 20. Dirty 20. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> And that is eight. Uh, no, sorry. That's seven damage. Seven damage. He also has one foot in the grave and he is and not I, looking good now. And uh, just just kind of as a, as a free action, I look over at Silas and I say, good job, my boy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> you did good work. My turn. All right. Perfect. So this chain goblin is beaten up and hurting 
and looks back over in the direction of where the uh, big shadow was that the champions went over to. Mm -hmm. Um, And he looks over there and then he turns to you guys and very quietly goes, all right, look, I don't need any of you. You guys were just collateral damage. All I need is old Sackhead there. And the three of you can just skitter right through this portal. How about that? Well, sir, um, Mr. Goblin, sir, um, why should we do that? I, f- I feel like we have the upper hand right now. There's, it's three against one. It's three against one. Do you have any idea who I am? No, I do not, nor do I care. And it's three against one right now until a bevy of other goblins come around this corner and none of you make it out of here. Sir. We were tasked by the champions themselves. And I start waving my wand threateningly at his face, but I'm like short, so it's probably not all that threatening. <laughs> I mean, he is a short goblin that's just jacked, so. <laughs> I'm on an old bearded balding gnome, <laughs> <fair>. so. <laughs> sir, do, Mr. Goblin, sir, do you have any idea who I am? No, I don't know who any of you are. Do you want to go oh, through the portal good. or not? Good, good. Yeah, I want to go through the portal. Okay. But we're going through you to do it. <laughs> it is Silas's turn, and he goes, wait, no, I'm talking to Ponytail Man. Me and him, we got something going on here. He's going to take my deal, and you guys are going to skedaddle right through that portal or whatever I just said, and I'm taking bag, man. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds good to me. Um, uh, I walk up to him, and um, I'm going to cast Burning Hands again. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. And I, made this character, I made this character decision because um, I like Wolf a lot more, you know, and he attacked Wolf. So, you know, I feel like it's the only right thing to do. So. Is it because Wolf called you his boy? <laughs> he did. Yes, it is. So, and I feel like Wolf might be able to protect me. So that's fair. Um, he needs to make another dexterity saving throw. His is only slightly better than the other's. Well, that's stupid. Uh, does a seven save? Uh, you know, 12 didn't, but a seven does. So, you know, I'm gonna have to nerf you, man, if a seven <laughs> doesn't save. <laughs> um, I didn't roll as well. Eight. Eight? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Silas Leodore, how do you kill this chain goblin? Yeah, so I, I walk up to this uh, goblin and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, just, just. Go, go right around. Uh, go ahead and take Mr. Bagman. Um, we don't even know Perfect. who he is, that, honestly. I'm glad we can do. I'm glad we can do business, kid. And he starts yeah. doing that peck pop that like the muscular people do, like making his pecs dance. Yeah, and I go. So to, that's what like, he does when he gets excited. And I go to shake his hand and say, "It was nice doing business with you, sir." Nice doing business with you too, my ponytailed friend. Oh man! And then I shoot fire at him, and he dies. My boy, my oh, best no. friend in the no, no, no! And I kill you... him before he says my boy. <laughs> no, he he gets out. My boy as the fire he crawls up it. his arm, and the fire like crawls through his rippling biceps and just melts him into a pile of black goo. After I hear him say my boy, I try to like quickly pat it out, but clearly it's too late. Oh god! Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Goblet. <laughs> All right. And you have killed these goblins. And as you finish off the last one, you do hear in the background the sounds of, like, swords hitting metal and stone. And um, you see that black shadow once again. And then you see, like, 
some rays of like purple and green energy just like flying through the air as this like grand battle happens behind you should we go help them guys i don't i would like to see her again i don't think we're in any position to do so but we we were told to leave i think we should listen to our champions (laughs) (laughs) i figured out the one way to make zach lawful and that's give him a love interest in the like law abiding people <laughs> Zach is definitely the sub in the uh, relationship like that oh yeah I walk up I walk up to Silas and I pat him on the back I was like let's go us magic users need to stick together oh, thank you sir uh, right behind you like, yeah I guess I, I'll fuck I, myself <laughs> and I charge out of the I, I, I look back at Wolf and say come on friend I, uh, I pick up the bag man because he's still laying on the ground <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I was kind of hoping nobody would remember him. I was, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll check to see if those chains. So funny. I'll check to see if those chains made it through that fire, and if they did, I'm going to take them. If the chains made it through the fire, the goblins' chains from the chain yeah. goblin. Oh, oh, yeah. The, it, they're basically just the same chain that you guys were chained up with. So it, it I'll definitely take made it through the fire. Okay. And then I'll uh, I'll make it I'll go through the portal last with Bagman on my shoulder. Right. <clears throat> Bagman, 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 Bagman. I hope his real name is Bagman. It is. I also <laughs> I also realized we never pulled his pants up. Oh God. Yeah. So first, Lurkin bursts through this portal, and the light is blinding as it hits your eyes. And seconds later, the same thing happens to Silas and then Wolf. As your eyes are overwhelmed by a very familiar thing, especially familiar to Wolf, as it is the sunlight. And the three of you open your eyes. You see this beautiful landscape in front of you. And it's of trees and some birds flapping. And you look back at this portal that held this dark prison, whatever it was that you were trapped in. And suddenly the portal disappears behind you. And as it crackles out of existence with a blue energy bolt, it disappears. And the three of you are left alone in the woods with Bagman. And suddenly you hear a voice from behind you go, Oh boy. I wasn't expecting visitors today. And you turn around to see a really frail, bald old man just in his, like, underwear with the robe open. And he was out getting the mail. And clearly a portal (laughs) just appeared. And then you three came out of it. And then it disappeared. And he looks between the three of you with somebody over your shoulder with a bag on their head and just goes... (laughs) Can I offer you all some tea or something? <laughs> and that's going to be the end. Yeah, if you don't mind, I am part. No, sir, that's the end of session one. <laughs> Dang <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes. That was killer. I like that a lot. Really want some tea, though. <laughs> all right. And that's going to do it for episode one. We are closing the book on this first session. Guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. Um, 
genuinely, this is something that I know we've all wanted to do for a long time and it was an absolute blast. And I'm just so excited that we're actually starting to do something like this. Uh, thank you everyone who tuned in for this. This was amazing. I hope you all liked it. You can follow us on the various social medias that are all, I think, behold the role. I think we got it for literally all of them. Jim, do you remember the Reddit? We are at our Behold the Roll podcast. Or right, you don't right. have to say R, just put Behold the Roll podcast. So at our Behold the Roll podcast, uh, that's on Reddit if you want to hop over there and talk about the episode. We'll be hopping into at certain points and we'll we'll do a little chatting with you. Tune in, I think, next week. The plan as of right now is to uh, release the actual sessions once bi-weekly and then in the off week uh, we're going to release a thing that we're calling Beyond the Roll, where the four of us are going to sit and it's going to be just kind of like a shorter chat about what happened. Like, I want to talk about things we're excited about for the future, things that we enjoyed during this episode, maybe things that we did that we wish we had done a little bit different. I already have dozens and dozens of things that I wish I would have done different or planned differently. <laughs> so that'll just be something a little bit extra for content for you guys. Make sure that you rate the podcast. If you did enjoy this, that'll let us know and it'll help get this to more ears. I know like on Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, I think Spotify just released a thing so that you can rate things unless I'm thinking of that incorrectly. But I think I remember reading that on Facebook. But yeah, uh, anywhere that you can rate us, rate us as high as you can because that'll help push us to more people and it'll help us make content just more frequently. And if nothing else, you know, comment and keep listening we're going to be on we're going to be talking to everybody as much as we can so just keep having fun let us know what you like let us know what you didn't like and you know to an extent we are going to try to obviously this is still going to be our baby but we're going to try to take that all into consideration and make something that everybody can enjoy everybody can have fun with and i am genuinely hype to not only record the first beyond the roll and talk about this more with you guys, but I am so excited for chapter two and I hope you all tune in to chapter two in two weeks. We will see you soon. Bye. See you later, everybody. See you later. See you later. See you later.